Hi, it's Georgia and welcome back to my podcast. Last time I did mention I was going to talk about a real life experience and a story based upon that real life experience and it's a paranormal story. You may not know but I do experience these quite a lot. It does amuse my husband somewhat when I see things or experience things, but he has seen some of the things that I've seen too. So I wanted to focus upon an experience we had when we were up in Scotland. We'd actually been to see an astronomy centre. We drove back through the forest after a fantastic night of being at Kielder Observatory. It's dark sky up there in Northumberland. And we come back through the Scottish border and back down into Cumbria. And at the time, we lived in a house we renovated. It was a longhouse, a big sandstone longhouse that we renovated basically from the ground. We bought the house at auction and it was an absolute ruin. We had to start from the sand floor, build the base, build... The walls were there, but build the inside of the walls to make it warm and secure and then build the roof. (laughs) So that was an experience. And we lived not far away in a little rented cottage with our cats and dogs. This night we were driving back from the astronomy night and I have to say if you ever get the chance to go to Kielder Forest it's ancient, it feels old, it's got a sense of history there and a sense of foreboding as well I guess because of this battle between England and Scotland and the border weavers and the Scottish, everyone used to fight around this forest and probably hid inside this forest. It was just after midnight and we were driving back from the observatory, having seen lots of fantastic sights in the sky, um, constellations, Orion, the Pleiades, uh, seeing Jupiter and Mars quite close up as well and listening to the talk there. On the road on the way back, it was quite foggy because it was winter and it was quite cold as well. We had the main beam on going through the forest And there was nobody else in sight, not a person, not a car on the road. And it was also quite icy, so we took our time driving back. And as we rounded a corner, my husband gasped and he stopped the car with an abrupt halt. I mean, luckily, the brakes are great (laughs) and we stopped quite quickly. And we saw this figure walking across the road. And when I say figure... We could see basically the hips, the legs going down to the calf and it was somebody dressed in some sort of Roman soldier outfit from what we could see and it was grey, blurry but the legs were clear and he was carrying something like a sword by his side. He walked across the road and started to climb the bank opposite And he disappeared into the forest. And we saw him for about a good minute and a half, sat in silence, just gaping at the sight. We weren't imagining it. My husband took a few minutes to say, oh, we just saw a ghost. And I went, yes, okay, let's go. (laughs) So we headed out of the forest and we carried on home and sat there um, with a glass of wine each, I think, by the time we got back just talking about what we'd seen. But we've seen more than that. And also, 
in the house that we, we rebuilt basically from the ground. We've seen people walking around outside the garden too late at night, shadowy figures, mist-like figures. So it's something that we're pretty used to now. And it doesn't scare us because we believe in the stone tape theory that people are just living their lives. Um, their energies are absorbed into the stone, into the environment, and they're just carrying on as usual. And we're just watching. <laughs> so it's an interesting experience to have. But the story I wanted to talk about is based on something that happened to me when I was a child. And the first house we lived in, my brother, my sister and I saw a figure stood by the side of the bed. And my sister and I shared a bedroom. And one night I woke up to see this monk-like figure with a red sash looking down at my sister on her bed. I asked her if she was awake and she said, yes, and I can see somebody stood at the bottom of the bed. Now, this figure we saw four or five times over the course of around about four years. So from the age of about five up to about nine. And, and we don't know why that's the case. But we did find out that that particular house was actually located on the site of an old hospital. Not actually where the hospital was located, but within 200 metres of the hospital. And the house was located in the grounds of the hospital. So we are assuming that the monk was some form of carer for the children. Um, he certainly didn't harm us in any way. And we didn't feel that uncomfortable. We just basically turned over and went back to sleep. But my brother saw him hovering above the stairs one night and that terrified him. And he used to make sure he had things piled up behind his door so the monk couldn't get in. In his mind, that would stop him from seeing the figure stood by the side of the bed too. When we did our research, we found out that the site isn't that far from a coal mine. So it may well have been children either hurt or injured or suffering from some form of illness as a result of working down the mines. Um, but we don't know, we can't find out very much more than that. And certainly our neighbours and friends who live nearby haven't experienced anything like we've experienced or they've not shared it with us. <laughs> so yeah, it's an interesting situation, an interesting story. And obviously we've talked about it since. So that's the end of this week's podcast. The next time in a fortnight, I'm going to be talking about how to create your author bio. So come and join me then.